0: It's terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he eats. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. <laughs> uh, yes, this brings me joy to talk about this subject. Dan Campbell! And again, you knew I was going to lead with Dan Campbell today, didn't you? Gotta love Dan. After yesterday, Marco and I, you knew we were going to lead with Dan Campbell. And again, people, remember, this is nothing new for me because he's been a target of mine for quite some time. While everyone else has fallen in love with the quirkiness and the lovability and the emotion of Dan Campbell, it's not flying for me because not a fan of Dan Campbell. Sure, if I met him, I'm sure everything would be fine. Great, but again, aren't you afraid he's going to bite your knees off? It could be. He could be. That that's a, a legitimate possibility. This guy's kind of a teddy bear too. And you know, we go back to Hard Knocks last year and seen all that. But no, I mean, certain guys, like I say all the time, are head coaches destined to be head coaches, and others. Try to be head coaches. And Dan Campbell is one. Now, maybe Dan Campbell could be good down the road. But all the love and the talk about him potentially being the NFL coach of the year. Forget about it. He was at it again, as we know, on Sunday. Dan Campbell, the gambler. Dan Campbell, the Eagle master. The coach that wants to show everyone it's my way. Yes, Frankie Sinatra there. There's a reference for it. The coach who will not change his ways, even if it means going to cost his team the game and a chance to go to the Super Bowl. What we're talking about, if you didn't see the game, you you probably know because you've seen the highlights, but we'll recap it for you again. The Detroit Lions are playing the San Francisco 49ers. The Detroit Lions, a seven-point underdog Not many people gave the Lions a chance, playing outside and matching up with the 49ers, barely beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the week before, barely beating the Los Angeles Rams the week before that, and they're going into San Francisco against the number one seed and probably get drill-pressed, right? Well, hey... Give Dan Campbell credit because he had his team ready to play. Give Jared Goff a lot of credit because he's had an incredible year, even though I've been Goffed in the past and made fun of Goff. But the Lions played well. They really played well, especially for about three-plus quarters. But midway through the third quarter, leading by 14, the Lions leading the 49ers in Santa Clara at the home of the number one seed by two touchdowns. Campbell basically had a chance to go for the throat, end it, put this game away, and play against the clock. Because at that point in time, you could basically play against the clock. Just don't screw it up. Campbell opted to go for it on fourth and two at the 49ers' 28-yard line. You got the scene here. All right, We're midway through the third quarter. Each team probably only has maybe three possessions left in the game. And you're going to kick... A field goal, which would be a 45-yard field goal. No wind, no rain, beautiful weather there in Santa Clara. It's probably going to be good as goal, right? You have a chance to be up 17 points. The made field goal on this fourth down would make it a three-possession game. Instead, Dan Campbell says, no, nah, we're going for it. Really? You're going to go for it. All right. They go for it. Jared Goff, back to pass. Incomplete. Niners get the ball back at their 28-yard line. And you know what happens from there. Now, we go to the fourth quarter. Midway through the fourth quarter where the Lions have another chance to extend their lead. All right. Well, actually, they're they're trailing this time because they coughed it up here at this point in time. So, I stand corrected. So, the Niners now, or rather, the Lions are trailing by three. And Dan Campbell opts on fourth and three at the Niners' 30-yard line to go for it again. To bypass a field goal. All right? That's what you're trying to do. This game would have been tied. 30-yard line. Do the math, Numb Snap it seven, eight yards back, right? That is a 47, 48-yard field goal from a very good kicker, Michael Badgley, Right? What happens? I'm going for it again. Instead of trying to tie this game up, nope. Another incompletion by Jared Goff and gives the ball to San Francisco. And what do the Niners do? They drive right down the field for virtually the game-winning touchdown that put San Francisco up by 10 points, and that was it. Yes, the Lions got a meaningless touchdown in the prevent defense that the Niners gave them in the final minute of the game, and that was it. No excuses. I do not want to hear about analytics that this was the thing that Dan Campbell should have done. Of course, he should not have done this because remember, like I said before, there is no such thing as analytics in football. You're not facing a left-handed pitcher. You're not a left-handed hitter facing a left-handed pitcher. All right. You're not seeing split finger fastballs here late in the game. No, the stats, not the analytics, the stats say that Campbell goes for it on fourth down more than any other coach in the NFL. Dan Campbell goes for it on 33% of the time on fourth down. You know what the NFL average is? 20%. 20%. All of those numbers are up from where it used to be, but Dan Campbell's a gambler. He obviously doesn't take into account time, score, and situation. Because those are the things that you should be looking at. Where am I at in the time of the game? What is the current score? Oh, and by the way, what is the situation? Is this going to put us up three scores? Is this going to put us up two scores? Is it going to tie the game? And what's going to happen if we don't get it? Where is the team going to get the ball? Oh, and by the way, give them the mojo as well, too. Yes. Here's the general rule. Don't pass up guaranteed points. And anything in the NFL these days, under 50 yards, anything in the 40-yard range, that is automatic points. <laughs> guaranteed points. Don't pass up guaranteed points when you can be up by another full score. Plain and simple, right? Just don't go against that rule. You know what that is? It's called simple common sense. Surely, Dan Campbell doesn't have that. Let's go back to the Dallas game, which we've referenced many, many times. He cost his team the game against Dallas. You kick the extra point, you go and you score a touchdown, and you're down by one point. Dan Campbell doesn't want to kick the PAT and send the game to overtime. No, no, no. He wants to go for two and try to win. All right? What happens? You failed. You missed. All right? And you cost your team a game. Could have cost your team a home playoff game or two. But luckily Dallas lost. So it didn't cost you really too much. But the point of the story is you lose your momentum. You got an extra L in your, in your loss column when you could have had a win or at least play, especially when you kick the extra point. You got the momentum and, and the regulation and you probably got, you know, the better uh, offense on that day against Dallas. So you, you go for it. That's what you do. You go for overtime. So. You do that in that game, and now you get to this game. It's playoff time with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. It's a pretty big deal, especially for the Detroit Lions. Go to a Super Bowl, one which the franchise has never been to. Your team is leading. You're dominating. And what do you do? You give a superior team like the San Francisco 49ers a golden opportunity to take the game away. I should change that more like you gave it away. You gave them a game on the silver platter. You did plain and simple. This cannot be understated enough for those people out there that are still thinking, well, that's who he is. That's what he should do. No, just because that's who you are. Doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. You tell a criminal that, well, that's who he are. That's what you're going to do. You got no future. Yeah. You've been in and out of slammer is what you do. You steal. You're that kind of guy. No. Dan Campbell makes these reckless decisions, and people think it's cool. And when he goes for it, makes it. It's like, look at that. But look at the situation, especially when you're in a playoff game, you're in a conference championship game, and you are up 14 points, and you got a chance to be up 17. More than likely, the Niners probably don't come back. You gave the the Niners the momentum. They went down, scored a touchdown on both of those occasions. On the two fourth down opportunities that Dan Campbell blew, San Francisco was in trouble. After the first miscue, San Francisco scored two touchdowns in two minutes and fifteen seconds. San Francisco was dead in the water. Niner fans will tell you they were ready to be eliminated. Fans were heading to the exits into next season. It was done. Until Dan the Man strike, Or should we say, strikes out. Not once, but twice. So yes, Lions fans, if you are wondering just a couple seasons ago if Dan Campbell was the right guy for you, and now you turned around and said, yeah, he's the right guy. After witnessing this, do you still think he's the right guy? Because I never thought he was the right guy. And now he's proving that with a talented team where everything kind of went their way this year, he single-handedly, cost him an opportunity to be in Las Vegas this week and play for a Super Bowl championship. First time in the playoffs since 1957, and it ends courtesy of Dan Campbell. So let's throw Lamar Jackson under the bus, too, since everybody wants to talk about Lamar Jackson and how great he is, MVP. I'm telling you, if, if everyone just dismisses What Lamar Jackson has done in the playoffs, especially what happened last Sunday, you're nuts. Because this guy cannot win a big game. His playoff scenario has been this way for a long, long time and continues to be so. Now two and four in playoff games with more turnovers than touchdowns. That's Lamar Jackson. He seemed tentative. Didn't seem like himself. Why? Because it's a big game. It's a championship game. Ravens... Haven't been to the Super Bowl under Lamar Jackson. Heck, they haven't been to a championship game under Lamar Jackson. And guess what? It didn't happen again because of Lamar Jackson. Yes, inaccuracy, lack of leadership, sitting by himself at the sideline, slamming the helmet down, not talking to his offense coordinator, head coach, or quarterback coach during the course of the game, while the other side had Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey and those superstars that are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Baltimore laid an egg. Yeah, a lot of it's John Harbaugh's fault, but a lot of it is Lamar Jackson's fault. Heck, a lot of it goes on to Zay Flowers as well, granted. But Lamar Jackson, if you're going to be MVP and you're going to mention this guy as your most valuable player, then you got to win these games. You can't throw interceptions in the end zone. You can't do it. You can't make ill-advised reads. Yes, Lamar Jackson hurt this team almost as much as Dan Campbell hurt the Detroit Lions in that game. All right, how about this? Patriots wide receiver Kayshaun Boutte been arrested on felony and misdemeanor charges related to illegally online gambling. Boutte is alleged of creating an online fraudulent gaming account while he was... Under the age of 21, and illegally placing bets—not just bets—we're talking sports bets here, but thousands of bets. Just how many bets? Over 8,000 bets. 8,900 bets this guy made and wagered over six hundred thousand dollars. Seventeen of his bets were on college football games. Mm. While well at LSU, under 21. Six of those bets were on LSU football games. Booty turned himself in, Booty turned himself in on charges of computer fraud, which is a felony, and a misdemeanor count of gaming prohibited for persons under the age of 21. So, yes. Where's he getting that kind of cash? This guy's in college when he was doing all this stuff. Now, granted, when he Joined the NFL. He has continued to bet. But man, this is a crazy story. And this is why the NFL was so reluctant to partner up with these gaming companies. You know, this is a DraftKings situation that he was betting through in Louisiana. Big betting state, by the way, as well as we know. Our good friend Matt smack unloads a lot of bets in Louisiana. But yeah. Under 21, that kind of cash, over 8,000 bets, over $600,000. By the way, he ended up losing about half a million dollars. All right. Those are some terrible Tuesday takes. We'll uh, hit some more for you a little bit later on in the show. If you got some, hit me at TC Martin 21